Welcome, my beloved family and friends. Welcome to A Hope Kingdom Ministry, giving you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. And what we want you to think about today is, is this right? Take up your cross and follow me. You may wonder, why do I have a question mark after that? You know, we've been taught in that we're supposed to take up our cross and follow after the Savior. Well, I've had questions and I've pondered and wondered, you know, about this. The way I see it is, if he died upon that tree that's called the cross and took everything with him, meaning all of our sins, sickness, and diseases, while at the same time becoming a curse for us, tell me, someone please tell me, why do we, st- why do we still have a cross? Why do we still have a cross to bear? That's why I have a question. Take up your cross and follow me? Is that what the Savior meant? Is that what scripture really means? Oh, Father, help us today, your chosen few. Help me not mislead your your sheep, your people. And let me not be misled. We invite your precious set-apart spirit that is known as the Holy Spirit, your root to come and teach today. Your word says, let no man teach you, for you have a teacher. And your spirit, your root, is our teacher. So I pray, use me, make me useful and usable that you can teach me. Let me be your instrument. Set a watch, oh yeah, before my mouth and guard the door to my lips. Search me, O Yah, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And I pray all this in the name of salvation, my darling Yahusha, the beloved, who is known to most as Jesus. Okay. Again, I say, why do we still have to bear a cross? I, I, I don't understand that. Then to me, I say, we should never sing that song. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. If we still have to take up a cross and carry the burden on our back. He did it for us, beloved, because we could not handle it. So... If we mean that when we sing it, he paid it all, why are we taking it back? Why are we trying to, to handle it? That's my dilemma. You know, um, maybe everyone listening, you may totally disagree with me, but this is food for thought. This is what we promised you here. Give you something more to think about and food for thought. Now, beloved, the way I see it, the way it was shown and revealed to me is pull up stake. Not take up your cross, but pull up stake. When you look in the Hebrew, 
um, you'll find the translation uh, for cross is stake or pole. Pull up stake and follow me. Or take up your stake and follow me. Does that make sense? I mean, this pull up stake, you know, does that make sense to you? Because I say no to taking a cross. I'm not going to take a cross pull and carry because he carried that for me. I, I can't. I can't bear it. I'm not qualified. We pull up stake and follow him and we live a righteous life in him. I'll say it again. We have no cross to bear. How I see it. We have no cross to bear. We couldn't bear our own. That's why he came and bore it for us. Like I said, I've wondered and pondered and questioned, why are we taking up our cross? Let's read uh, scripture. Just a couple of scripture here. Um, Matthew 16, 24 and 25. Then Yahusha, Bible says Jesus, said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and pull up stake. Bible says take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. And that's just going down to Revelation 1, 5. And from Yahusha Mashiach, Bible says Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness to these things, the first to rise from the dead and the ruler of all the kings of the world, all glory to him who loves us and freed us from our sins by shedding his blood for us. He did it for us. He loved us and freed us and did it for us. So why are we still trying to carry something that he already did and we're not qualified to do? Now think about it. Pull up stake. Like I said, you look in the Hebrew and you go back in the Greek and the Hebrew, you'll see what cross is a stake or pole. And you know, you know, in the West, in the settlers, in their old age, in Western time, the settlers came to America. They would take a stake, you know, a pole, a piece of wood with a sharp end, and when they saw the property they wanted to claim, they hammered the stake into the ground, and that was a sign of saying this was their property. You know, they put down stake. This is ours. And when they were leaving, if they were going to move back to back home or leave, they would pull up stake. They said, we're pulling up stake and leaving our home and following him. You see, that's why I say, you know, doesn't that make more sense, or is it just me? It makes more sense to pull up stake and follow him? His disciples had to leave home, wives, children, families, and follow him during ministry. Pull up stake and follow me. They didn't have to carry a cross. And like I said... Um, the translation really for cross is stake, pole. Food for thought, huh? Isn't that food for thought? Something more to think about, truly. 
let me give you something even more to think about. Now, you know, Constantine is like considered, people consider him as the first pope of Rome. Uh, supposed to have introduced Christianity. Constantine said he saw a red cross in the sky. And then he sent out the Crusades. <laughs> you know, and that was his, his, the sign to, yes, we can, you know, we can battle. And, you know, the Crusades wore the red cross on their chest. But Constantine wasn't even a true believer. He, was, he wasn't a believer. He was an opportunist. Do you know he wasn't even baptized until on his deathbed? Actually, he was a sun god worshiper. Yeah, it's true. He was a sun god worshiper. Food for thought, huh? You know, so Constantine attempted to create, uh, say, a new and improved Christianity, so to speak, a religion mixed with pagan ideas and some of the true followers of the way ideas because, beloved, they weren't called Christians in the beginning. They were called um, people of this way, followers of the way. Yahusha, whom you call Jesus, was called the way. Yahusha called the way. Remember, in Scripture, um, where Paul says... Paul was on his way to persecute people of this way. He was talking about, you know, in where they would put Christians today. He, that's what he was talking about, whom they now call Christians. Actually, Christian is only in the Bible, what, three times, two or three times? But many, many times you see the way of this way, people of this way, followers of this way. No, I was going to say, you know, there were worshipers of the god, pagan god Serapis. And that was before our Savior. Um, 323 to 330 BCE. They were called Christians. Yeah, the follow worshipers of the pagan god Serapis were called Christians. And his devoted followers, the, the um, this pagan god, Serapis, called themselves bishops of Christ. Just a little information, something more to think about. So there were Christians before our Savior was ever born. Thousands, I think it was a couple of thousand years, years many years before. And you know, the cross was in Mitzrayim, better known as Egypt. And also the, the Egyptians, Africans, it was a symbol of life called an ankh. An ankh, sometimes referred to as the key of life representing eternal life. And I have you... When I studies Christians adopted it into the crooks, ansata, crooks, and used it as a variant of the Christian cross. And it goes back thousands of years before the Savior and before it was in Rome. That's something else to think about. You know, I don't, I don't wear a cross or anything like that anymore. I used to. 
Actually, beloved, now this is me. You can agree. We can agree to disagree. To me, the cross has become an idol. People hold the cross and rub on it and, and pray or kneel down and pray before the cross. <laughs> He's not on that thing. There was nothing holy, nothing righteous about that stick called the cross. It was who was nailed, what and who was nailed on it, the blood that was on it and the person. So, um, that's how I see it. I mean, this is not going to be a long discussion. I didn't know if I was going to say other things, how to do this, but it was just, that's what was put on my heart. Just talk about, take up your cross and follow me. Or, Pull up stake and follow me. You be the judge. You decide. Just a little food for thought. Okay, beloved, I hope all is well with you. We're talking about some touchy things on here, but... That's what we're supposed to do. If you never hear both sides of, you know, how, how can you judge or how can you know? You just, if you only hear one side, one thing, this is for you to take to the Father. You know, don't just throw the baby out with the bathwater. I like to say, you know, while you throw it out, just think about it and, and go in the Hebrew, look it up and see, look up the true def, uh, translation for cross. And think about this. If our Savior paid it all and he was nailed on that tree called the cross, he bore it for us. Why are we taking it back trying to carry it? If we could carry it, we would have done it. He wouldn't have had to come in the first place. But we're supposed to deny ourselves. Deny ourselves everything, everybody for him and follow him. Deny our flesh and live righteously. Put away those worldly lusts for fame and fortune and follow him. Desire him and desire to be righteous. To be righteous. have a desire to help those that can't help themselves, to bring hope to the hopeless, to feed the hungry, give water to the thirsty, give clothing to the naked. These are the things we should be following after him. That's just how I see it, beloved. Thank you for being here and listening and and please take everything in prayer everything you hear me say bring it up to him in prayer in anybody anyone male or female we have a scripture says we have a teacher did you know in scripture says let no man teach you because you have a teacher. And you know, it says, call no one teacher. But so, so many people, I find that some people, they get they learn just a little bit and then they want to go teach. 
I've had people, you know, say they've learned something. We, we're talking, and then they want to go. Te- they want to go teach it. Don't even have a. Don't try to teach anything that's not your revelation that hasn't been revealed to you. You know, a lot of things that I teach and preach, I didn't. I didn't receive it at first. No, I, it's like I just couldn't receive it because I was used to what I was taught. But as time went on and I started, I was led to research and, and to study and to find, and I saw I find it for myself. It's like, oh, that was right. And believe it or not, my son told me a lot of these things years ago that I just would not receive. I just, it, no, I, no, that's not right. I, w- I wouldn't receive it. He just said, okay, mom, you know, but he said, I had to have my own time of revelation. He was right. And sometimes I've been sitting and all of a sudden I just led to search this, search that. And I knew it was, it was his spirit leading me. And it's like, there it is. And then after I search it in there, then I go and I find it in the word. I'm just, I just don't want us to be deceived. You know, we've so much, I mean, we have been tampered with. I mean, come on now. They take his name out of scripture or oh, 7,000 times. We have been tempered with. You know, a lot of people didn't even know that the letter J is only 500 years old. This year, this year it made 500 years old. Things like this we should know. And then it won't be so strange with me saying Yahushua. Like I say, why do you say hallelujah instead of hallelujah? <laughs> okay, I'm going here and there. But I just want to tell you that, you know, I love you and I care about you. And I'm not trying to offend anyone. I'm trying to give you food for thought. Something more to think about. And to help us stay away from men's traditions and superstitions and go for the meat of the word. You know, our Father and Savior, they're, they're really, they do things quite simple. You know, they say, uh, um, the, the Lord moves in mysterious ways. That's not true. He doesn't move in mysterious ways. He's always right. It's it's always good. It's perfect. That's that's what's mysterious about that. You know, I I that's just how I see things. It's not mysterious. He's it's gonna be right. How how whatever he does is right. Whatever he does is good. Is perfect. So, I mean, even scripture says every good and perfect thing comes down from the Father of lights. So when things come at you and it's evil and it's bad, hello. Look to Satan if it's not good and perfect. And remember, beloved, we live in a fallen world. A fallen world. And Satan, Halil, that's his name. That was all. Lucifer was put in there. That's not his name. He is not a morning star. He is not the light bringer. There's only one morning star. (laughs) That's our Savior. His name is Halil. Check it out. I don't call him Lucifer anymore. It's Satan, Haleo, and some call him God Ray. I believe he's the 
the pagan, uh, the, the fallen angel Gadrael that spoke about in Enoch that this Gadrael was in the garden with Eve. Listen to that name, Gadrael. All right, that's food for thought. <laughs> okay. All right, beloved. Thank you for joining me here at A Hope Kingdom Ministry, giving you food for thought, where we intend to give you something more to think about. And you know, beloved, I think these past few weeks, we've given something more to think about. What do you say? All right, beloved. Until we meet again, yeah, willing. Shalom. just put on my heart before we go to play a song for you. Alright? Why not? Let's do that. Hold on. Hold on. Be right back. Alright, beloved. I have a song that was put on my heart. I I may have played it earlier. This song is a song that I co-wrote with um, Dr. Doris Brome and Esther Liao. It's called What a Precious Life to Give. And what made me think about that because it's talking about he gave it. He did everything for us. Born to die that we might live. Hallelujah. Here we go. What a precious life to live. See you next time, friends.
is a babe of lowly